This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. A court filing shows the governor's administration held off on the opening of a city migrant shelter. It's Thursday, August 24th, and this is your New York Daily News. Today's forecast in New York City calls for scattered showers with a high near 73 and a low near 70. Before today's top story, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who made a career prosecuting criminals before his two-term law-and-order-focused mayorality, surrendered to Georgia authorities Wednesday on 2020 election interference charges. Giuliani, who faces 13 counts including violation of the Georgia RICO Act and several false statement charges, was processed at the Fulton County Jail. His bail was set at $150,000, according to Fulton County Jail records. Giuliani has been ensnared in the sweeping case led by Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, that produced charges against 18 others, including former President Donald Trump. And Mayor Eric Adams, on his third day in Israel, suggested Wednesday that NYPD officers would be more effective in responding to crime scenes and emergencies if they could use motorcycles and drones together in a coordinated fashion. By deploying drones in real time in response to 911 calls, NYPD officers would be well aware of what is in front of them by the time they arrive at a scene, Adams said. If cops are, at the same time, able to ride motorcycles to scenes and rely on drone footage to weave through traffic, they'd get there faster, he added. The mayor, who's expected back in the city Thursday, said such tech use could be especially fruitful in congested Big Apple neighborhoods. Adams has held several meetings focused on technology during his Israel visit. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Governor Hochul's administration dragged its feet for months on greenlighting a large-scale migrant housing facility in Queens, delaying its opening at a time dozens of asylum seekers resorted to sleeping on a Manhattan sidewalk because of a lack of city shelter space, according to a new court filing from Mayor Adams' office. The filing, submitted in Manhattan Supreme Court by Adams' lawyer Daniel Perez on Tuesday, said City Hall officials first approached the Hochul administration on May 4th about erecting a tent-style migrant shelter in the parking lot of Queens' state-owned Creedmoor Psychiatric Center. The Adams administration's hope was at the time to get the Creedmoor site up and running within the following week, according to Perez. But Hochul's administration did not agree, despite repeated requests to provide funding for certain goods and services relating to the administration of the Creedmoor site until July 14th, Perez wrote in the papers, which were obtained by the Daily News after not being filed publicly on the court docket. The Creedmoor facility, which has capacity to house at least 1,000 migrants, did not end up opening until August 15th, following the delay in clearance from Hochul's team. 
Amid the slow pace of getting Creedmoor open, nearly 200 migrants slept on the sidewalk outside the Adams administration's Roosevelt Hotel Asylum Seeker Intake Center in Manhattan between July 29th and August 3rd. Adams' office has said it had no choice but to let the group sleep on the curb because there was no more room in the city's shelters, which continue to house more than 101,000 people, about half of them migrants. According to sources familiar with the matter, the Creedmoor delay can in part be blamed on city and state lawyers struggling to come to an agreement on the details of a so-called Memorandum of Understanding, establishing the right to use the Queen site as a migrant shelter. Josh Goldfein, a staff lawyer with the Legal Aid Society, said the dilemma outside the Roosevelt could have been avoided if Hochul's administration acted faster on the Creedmoor matter. It's very frustrating that people were sleeping on a sidewalk when a shelter was not open because lawyers were arguing over a lease or bureaucratic details, Goldfine told the news. A spokesman for Hochul's office declined to comment Wednesday afternoon. Perez's filing, addressed to lawyers for Hochul's administration, was submitted as part of the decades-old Manhattan Supreme Court case that established the city's right-to-shelter mandate. The case, which the state is a party to, was revived by Adams earlier this summer when his administration asked a judge to allow it to suspend the mandate amid the city's deepening migrant crisis. The Perez letter is not available on the court docket because presiding judge Erica Edwards has ordered that all deliberations and filings be kept under wraps. Filings in the case have exposed a rift between Adams and Hochul over how to manage the city's migrant crisis. Earlier this month, lawyers for Hochul filed a scathing letter blasting the Adams administration's overall handling of the crisis, saying that City Hall has been inconsistent in its communication with the state and sloppy in its handling of state-provided funding. Also in the letter, Hochul's lawyers charged that the Adams administration had no one but itself to blame for its decision to let migrants sleep on the street outside the Roosevelt, given that there were hundreds of vacant beds in the shelter system on all five nights in question, as first reported by the news. Adams' administration, meantime, has stressed it needs more help from the state and reiterated that in its Tuesday filing. Among other requests, the filing asked that the state more than double its funding for a city program that helps migrants apply for U.S. work permits from $20 million to at least $57 million. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.